Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Burnley in the Premier League. Um, wow. <laughs> if you're hearing my tone of voice right now, it doesn't sound good, does it? It doesn't sound good. Um, usually I don't even give away what's happened in these episodes, but I'm so overwhelmed by what this by the state of Liverpool Football Club it's hard to pinpoint what to do what how 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 to react um where where do i start <sighs> yes so liverpool have been scoreless in the past three premier league games now um obviously the big one on sunday Liverpool versus Manchester United ended in a nil-nil draw. Um, yeah, Allison saving us twice. That uh, Fernandez shot saved. The Pogba shot saved. But Liverpool just couldn't create in that Man United game. It was lacklustre. Um, and similarly. I was worried the same thing might happen today. Um, Fabinho wrote in a tweet in the build-up to this game, may God help us. So, I've never seen any Liverpool player tweet that sort of thing. So, whatever's happening right now is affecting the players mentally as well. They're feeling the weight of this burden right now. And um, it's not easy. Because Liverpool had to wait till Thursday to play in the Premier League. Um, And in that time, they've had to watch Leicester win three points. Manchester City win three points. Man United win three points. The three teams currently above Liverpool in the Premier League. Um, For Liverpool to assert any dominance, they had to win today. Today was a must-win game. Um... So, and when it's a must-win game and it's Burnley away, Burnley who can, Burnley who are basically the stoke of today in terms of their style of football, how they emulate Stoke, how they can frustrate you. Um, It was a task. It was a task. And does this mean Klopp changes anything? Uh, We'll get into that as well. Um... But all we know is from the results that we saw prior to tonight's game, Liverpool had to win to just assert themselves as kind of title contenders, if not Europa League, if they don't, if they draw or lose at Anfield. Um, so yeah, let's get into the lineup now. So in goal, Alisson. Left back Robertson, centre backs Joel Matip, Fabinho, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, my midfield three, our midfield three, Thiago, Genie Wanaldum, um, Alex Oxley Chamberlain, up front, Mane on the left, Divock Origi in the middle, Shakiri on the right. Yeah. Um 
a lot of change a few uh, uh quite some number of changes that's happened um where do i begin where do i begin origi starting that's where i begin why have we i know i first of all i don't want to complain about salah and Firmino being dropped for this game because our front three in general haven't scored in the last three games we know we know i i so for them to be dropped that's okay with me that is okay with me what is not okay with me is origi starting over takumi minamino minamino who scored against palace the last time you started him since then jürgen klopp has not used him in the premier league i don't remember him Coming off the bench, I don't remember him starting since when he scored at Crystal Palace a month ago now. Um, we have opted for Origi. Mr. Disinterested Divok Origi. Mr. I am passionate. Um, I have no passion when I play football, Divok Origi. Why? Why have we opted for this? This was clearly not going to be the solution. And I will get into why when I explain his performance. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain. Personally, I think he's finished. I think he's finished. But we started him because we wanted to rest. No, sorry. I'd even not because we wanted to rest. Jordan Henderson picked up a muscle strain injury. Which allowed him to... Not be involved, or not not allowed him to, which unfortunately meant that he wasn't going to be involved in this game. Henderson's not in the best of form either, but he played all right at centre back, and without our captain, things were going to be different, of course. Um, but I would have opted for Curtis Jones over Oxley Chamberlain because this kid has something to prove, and it's at Anfield. And it's against a team that will play low block. Not against a player who shows glimpses, but his confidence isn't the same since knee injury. I would have gone with Curtis Jones. Or, alternatively, I would have gone Phillips and Matip centre-back. Your midfield three, Thiago, Genie, and... Uh, no... Fabinho, Thiago, Genie as your midfield three. Um, yeah, that would have been the better option. Um, yeah, but we decided to go with Oxlade Chamberlain. So, okay. Uh, Shakiri, sure. Let him start again. I ain't got a problem with that. He showed some sort of glimpses against Man United. It was his first start in over a year. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and the rest of the lineup, fair enough. But yeah, Henderson injury again. No Kato on the bench. Matip's back. Good news. All right. So, anyways, game starts now. Um, Liverpool kind of have possession a little bit. Unfortunately, the same things were happening once again where we couldn't create. Um, clear-cut chances out of it. Um, let's start with how predictable 
we have become. Liverpool get the ball in possession. Cross it wide to Trent. Trent looks up. Cross it in the box. Cross it in the box. Burnley clears it. Liverpool pick up possession again. Goes to Trent Alexander-Arnold again. Drills it in the box. Clears again. This was the repeated cycle throughout the first half. What the fuck is going on with this team? It's like Liverpool have become... The team that I knew them for last season, I did not recognise them again in this first half. Thiago, we managed to make Thiago look bad. Thiago, when he first made his appearances, um, coming back from injury, was looking sharp and lively. But it's like the chemistry of this Liverpool team sucked him and sucked his uh, form and and it became like the team form. And Thiago was not like himself. He started misplacing passes. He started going in for tackles that don't really make sense. Um, Oxlade Chamberlain. Again, there was a time where Liverpool won the ball. I think either Genie or Thiago had it. Shakiri and Oxlade were on the same, were on the defensive back line with Divock Origi. The two midfielders who are meant to interchange with each other, with one of them in the half space. It's like they vacate, it's like they forgot what the tactical, what they forgot to be in the half space to create the opening of the chance to create some build up play. How are you on the front line with Divok Origi and Sadio Mane? So, what does that lead us to do? Route one football. What is going on? I don't understand what we're doing in training to unlearn this behaviour of, of play because it's not making sense right now. It's seriously not making sense right now. Um, and yeah, Origi, he gets a couple half chances. He shoots outside the box. Zero shot power, straight at Nick Pope. Another one, straight at Nick Pope. And then 42 minutes in. My God. Liverpool on a counter-attack. I mean, Robertson tries to long ball it to Origi. The ball looks like it's going to Ben Mee. He tries to clear it. He scuffs it. Slices the ball completely. Origi realises he scuffs it. He takes the ball. He's dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Into the... He's about to approach the box. He's 1v1 with Nick Pope. For any Premier League striker, if you're one-on-one clear-cut chance, you have to score. You have to score. I don't care what calibre striker you are. If you're in a Premier League striker and you've got a clear-cut chance like that, you have to bury it. Have to bury it. But what does Diva Karigi do when he's one-on-one? He hits the fucking crossbar. He hits the fucking crossbar. What the fuck is going on with this team? And that is why Origi has to go. He has to go. Why? If that was Minamino, he scores that chance. I know he scores that chance. Because that would have, he would have had that confidence he had from the Palace game. But you showed again that you trust Origi over Takumi Minamino. And Origi repaid you by, with that shambolic miss. And soon as that hit, and a lot of Liverpool fans on social media said they kind of knew Origi was going to miss that one. Which kind of tells you the state of Liverpool Football Club at this present moment in time. Um, and then right at the end of halftime, there was a little incident with Ashley Barnes and Fabinho. It looked like an aerial duel. 
Referee blows for half time, but Fabinho kicks out at Ashley Barnes. And then another Burnley player pushes Fabinho. And then there was a bit of backwards and forths and um, scuffles. And even Sean Dyche and Jurgen Klopp were going at it with, scuff- with the arguments. VAR review it, what, with Fabinho's... Um, what, what Fabinho did, whether it was a red card conduct, he just kicked Ashley Barnes in the shin. But um, Mike Dean gives Fabinho a yellow card after half-time. And um, the Burnley player that retaliated to push Fabinho, he doesn't, he doesn't get any yellow card. I don't understand VAR anymore. I genuinely don't. Um, yeah, and that was the first half. So Liverpool players, the coach, would have come in frustrated and it was quite an embarrassment of a first-half performance. Um, and if anything, Burnley were the ones showing a bit of resiliency with their low block. And coming out now into the second half, it was more of this exactly the same. Ball goes to Trent, cross it in. Ball goes to Trent, cross it in. Every time we try to build up play, it was always going to Trent. I never see us try to create a chance using Robbo. Why was it always going to Trent for him to spam it in? If we know it's not working, why can't you work it to Robertson, who is better at his all-round play and crossing in? But we continuously kept on doing the most predictable things. 55th minute, Klopp got pissed. He decided to bring on Firmino and Salah. Rightfully, Oxlade-Chamberlain comes off. Divock Origi comes off. Um, but now, do we see a difference? And the answer is, not really. No, it still looked the same like Luster Liverpool that again tried to build up attacks on the right. But this time it was Salah trying to dribble in or pass the ball to Shakiri to then cross it in, which then gets catch, which get, the ball gets caught by Nick Pope. Um, there was a time where Trent passes it in. It misses everyone. Sadio Mane kicks it over Anfield. Uh, there was a time where Genie dribbled from his own half. Amazing run, gets to the box. I think he tried to set up somebody. and then But nothing came of that either. So, again, Burnley players showing that resiliency. And Liverpool couldn't answer. And Jurgen Klopp was looking stressed. They were televising the game, showing how stressed Jurgen Klopp was looking right now. He's looking agitated, and I was agitated because this Liverpool team, as I said before, were unrecognizable. That I don't, I don't recognize this fucking team anymore. I don't recognize this fucking team. Um, and then they done a couple subs. One of their players got injured. I don't even know he came on. One of the Burnley players, another Burnley player came on. But then they started to go in confidence. Liverpool started to panic, create unnecessary. Fouls. Some I really disagree with Mike Dean. Like Mike Dean was really giving away a lot of stupid, stupid calls. That I felt like Burnley players definitely bought it, but Mike Dean was oblivious to it for whatever reason. Um, there was a couple set pieces. There was a time Ashley Barnes found himself one on one with Allison. He chests the ball. Allison saves it. Um, and then. We tried to do another substitution, but Burnley players have a massive concedes a free kick. Ball is whipped in. Um, Sadio Mane tries to clear it. Burnley player gets the second ball. Fabinho realizes he can't foul Ashley Barnes because he's on a yellow card, and it looked like he was going to give away a penalty. So he 
had to let him go. He had to let go of his shirt. And then Allison kind of hesitated to come out his box and realised, shit, Fabinho's leaving this one to me. So then Allison comes out a goal. Um, Ashley Barnes kind of dinks it over Allison, And then he jumps but leaves his leg on Allison's torso. And then Ashley Barnes falls over. And the referee blows for penalty. 85th minute. Liverpool's home record. Unbeaten for three years. Three and a half years. That record was now looking funny in the light. No VAR check. Not a single VAR check. This penalty was suspect. They said, oh, VAR check complete. Which means they didn't even bother looking at it in proper depth. And then um, Ashley Barnes steps up and scores past Alisson at Anfield. Burnley take the lead. And you know what? They fucking deserved it. They fucking deserved to take the lead because Liverpool could not have any fucking answers. Then Jurgen Klopp decides, ah, shit, maybe now I should use Minamino. He brings on Minamino, takes off Shakiri. Now you expect Minamino to save you in a panic situation. How dare you, Jurgen Klopp? When you had Minamino's confidence up from the Palace game, why did you not repay him by starting him today? Because he could have been the one one-on-one with Nick Pope. If Nick Pope, if Minamino scores that first half chance against Nick Pope, instead of Origi having that chance because you gave him the start, it's a completely different game. And at Anfield, the fear factor in Burnley would have kicked in. But you allowed Origi to start and you we suffered the consequences and rightly so. And Liverpool again was a more spamming crosses and not answering and there was no answer. And it took and Trent misplaced more passes. My god, Trent had the worst game. If you thought the Southampton game was bad, this was easily Trent's worst home game of the season. He had the most notable notable disaster class. Uh, Matip, you could tell, was a plane like he just came back from fitness, which he just did. Um, Fabinho was made uncomfortable by Ashley Barnes. We did not utilise Robertson enough. Mane's out of form. Genie Ronaldo tried to do something. Thiago, Thiago could sense the energy of everyone else or the other Liverpool players, and that regressed his form down. Um, all the 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 starts and everything just went wrong and. Burnley came away with three points. So Liverpool's home record is come to an end. Three and a half years, three and a half years keeping that home record unbeaten. Um, and it's now concluded with a loss. So what does this mean for Liverpool in future? Are Liverpool in the title race anymore? Absolutely not. As defending champions, I yield this title. I yield it. I yield it. We are not the same Liverpool from last season. Obviously, the centre-back issue, Van Dijk and Gomez, has played a significant part. But even without them, it's not even defensively that's been the issue. The issue has been scoring goals. The front three have reached the expiration date. It is clear and obvious now. That we need to change up the front three. We now need new innovation. The front three served us very well for the past three and a half seasons. But everyone realises when 
when the milk is getting stale, you got to change it up for a fresh one. One of Firmino, Mane or Salah cannot be regular starters next season. If you're going to sell Salah in the summer, let's bring in Haaland or Mbappe. If you're going to get rid of Firmino or Benchim, let's start Jota more often. But the front three cannot be the same anymore. From This is probably the final season where you see the front three be regular starters. Um, it's, it's, it's done. It's done. I concede the Premier League title. It's sad to say that in January, 20 games to go, 19 games to go. And I concede the Premier League title. It, 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 we are clearly not the Liverpool team of 18, 19, 19, 20. Covid has fucked us, sure. Covid has fucked everyone, sure. But at Anfield, Liverpool were the 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 fan atmosphere at Anfield was the reason why Liverpool could step up that extra level and get the win because the crowd factor was there. There's been no crowd factor this whole season. It would have been incredible for Liverpool to have a home record. To sustain that home record without fans would have been astronomical. So, am I surprised that this record has come to an end? A li- not really because of the current form. Am I surprised in the manner of how it's ended? Absolutely. If we had lost to Manchester United, I wouldn't have been that surprised. But obviously, Burnley beating us today is the shock, is the shock result of the season. It's bigger than Aston Villa 7-2. These were the signs this season that you could tell that Liverpool were not quite the same as last season. For whatever reason it is, maybe it's the pressure of being champions, maybe it's the no fans being there. And Liverpool are a football club notorious for having fan support and that helping us elevate our game. That was, that's been absent this season. But other than that, everyone's standards have dropped. Um... And where do you move forward from here? What's next for Liverpool? Liverpool have lost. Um, obviously, I, I said I concede the title. Right now, I'm even concerned we might not even make top four. We might not even make top four. Four Premier League games without a goal has not happened for 16 years at Liverpool Football Club. This didn't happen during Hodgson era, but it's happening... With the Premier League champions. The Premier League champions. Well, what do Liverpool do next? Well, it's Manchester United away at Old Trafford in the FA Cup. I, I, don't, I, uh, I don't even know what to say about that one. Um, and then it's Tottenham away. It's not looking good. It's not looking good for Liverpool. Diogo Jota is still a few weeks away from Liverpool from coming to the first team. Does this mean now you Liverpool will get a centre back? I generally don't think so. Otherwise, FSG would have made their intentions much earlier. But you leave in, we're now in the final quarter of January. If we were that serious, we would have sorted it the first week of January. But hey, maybe COVID finances are tight. But hey, I don't know. Maybe FSG don't want to cash inject to help Liverpool. You don't know how these American owners are like. But yeah, um, home record gone. All good things come to an end. Unfortunately, it means we won't have a chance to beat 
the Chelsea home record of four years. Um, but yeah, is this a time to reset? Sure. If I'll take the home record losing. I'll take the home record loss if that means that was the wake-up call for Liverpool to actually start performing well. Whether it is the catalyst, I don't know because I can't see it. Um, man of the match today? Pfft, no one. Nobody. Nobody's man of the match today. Not a single Liverpool player impressed stood out. Maybe Alisson a little bit. Maybe Fabinho a little bit. But, or Robertson. But as for everyone else, shocking. Shocking. So, yeah. Um... I don't look for I I don't enjoy watching Liverpool anymore. I admit it. I admit I don't watch Injun. and I'm sure a lot of a lot of our fan base will admit it as well. We are unrecognizable from the team we used to be in 1920, in 1819, even in 1718. On the ball we were frightening, but this Liverpool team looks out of ideas, looks predictable, looks like they don't know how to solve the issue at hand. Um yeah so thank you guys for listening to lfc reactions like share subscribe hi no i missed it um 